So I interviewed Abdurrahman Saleh Khamis, who is the technical director at Qatar Scientific Club. He's also an entrepreneur, a hardware and software engineer who graduated from University of Oregon from the United States with honors in electrical and computer engineering. If that wasn't impressive enough, wait till you hear the entire interview. Hi Abdurrahman, assalamu alaikum, how are you? Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Hello Ali, thank you very much for the kind words. You're welcome, Abdurrahman. Tell us about yourself and how you started coding. Right, right. Yeah, I was the first Qatari to publish a mobile app, cross-platform, open source. Correct me if I'm wrong. You're the same person. So when Uridu added an additional digit, I don't know if it was Uridu back then or Qtel. When they added one more digit for these phone numbers to become from 6 to 7 or from 7 to 8, people used to have a hard time adding a digit manually into all of their contacts. And you introduced this software. Tell us more about it. Oh man, yeah, you're taking me back uh, to 2010. Uh, yeah, so this is when uh, I think it, it was the, ver- the very first early years of the Ministry of, uh, of uh, Telecommunication or, or what they call it ICT back then. And uh, they were established to regulate uh, and uh, be the official regulation for um, anything related to communication in Qatar. And uh, since the ex- expansion of, uh, because it, it, like, you know, Qatar grew so much during those years. So uh, the numbering plan was uh, like, you know, everybody had a mobile phone, but it was seven digits. And uh, they wanted to add one more digit in order to uh, accommodate for this expansion. <clears throat> so what happens was when I heard about this story, I was thinking, uh, okay, so I have like almost uh, 500 or 600 contacts on my right. phone. Uh, how am I going to update them all one by one? And how much is going to take me? So I was like, okay, but back then, even though like I was uh, a developer, uh, a web developer, basically, uh, I never had any experience in the mobile world. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to put my hands into this and okay. let me just do it. Right. I And I had very short time between uh, developing the app okay. and uh, implementing this new digits in Qatar. <laughs> I bet. So I had almost like three months, I believe. Yeah, three months. It was just me. I, I wanted to challenge myself. Uh, I wanted to take this journey. You know, it's a new experience for me. And I just wanted to see how, how far I will go. Back in 2004-2005, I, uh, I co-founded uh, an Arabic blog that talks about web development. Uh, it was very popular. It's called Al-Mashru'. And uh, we used to uh, publish uh, tutorials uh, every, every week. So it was really, it got really very, very popular. And uh, this is where my experience came from web development and contributing to this uh, blog. Uh, but yeah, the journey for, for mobile was, was very new to me. And I had to teach myself uh, because uh, just a challenge. Like uh, Ali, you need to, uh, every time you need to ch- set a challenge for yourself uh, in order for yourself to grow. Tell us, since you, since you are a very important member of Qatar Scientific Club, I've been looking at that uh, club ever since I was a kid and I was always curious. What happens inside that club? Like, who are the people who work in there? Are, are there scientists? What happens over there and what got you into it? Right. 
So, Qatar Scientific Club um, yeah, established in the late 1980s, 87 to be exact, and it was established by a group uh, of members who wanted to share their scientific to the community, okay. like scientific experience with the community. So, uh, based on that, they wanted to like have have a place where it's very open to the community, uh, especially the young people, to come and uh, learn about uh, science. Sorry to cut you off. I uh, I just need to ask you a question. Who founded Qatar Scientific Club? Exactly, exactly. So it didn't come from the government or it didn't come uh, from anybody or from the ministry. No, 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 no. It was, and this is the, 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 the right thing because it was established from the group of people who, who had a common goal. Uh, and and you know what? From then it expanded. So slowly they got the support from the government uh, for their idea, for their initiative. Uh, they liked it. Um, they funded it uh, even more. And they started very small, like in a in a small like villa. Uh, they just like you know because they are v- very passionate with very low uh, budget. And uh, they started growing from then. Uh, until now, uh, almost uh, 30, uh, 30 plus years. And um, so now it became this hub of, of makers, basically, who, who want to learn about making stuff. Uh, and today uh, it, it has three main centers, basically. A center for young innovators. Uh, they accept people from the five years old until uh, 14 years old uh, and it's based on uh, stem so science technology engineering mathematics and they like we teach them all about those uh, four pillars we conduct uh, workshops and uh, we conduct also like uh, uh, activities during the summer and uh, during the winter breaks i'm gonna ask you a couple of very uh, quick questions about Qatar scientific club and you know this is a one-on-one or did you know about Qatar Scientific Club so that the listeners or the audience are also familiar with this, you know, this great initiative that was founded 30 years ago. So is the club open for anyone? Like anyone can visit the club, obviously not now, but once everything gets back to normal, they can, you know, uh, drive in and, you know, check, uh, check the space and everything. Right, right, right. That's the spirit. And that's how it was founded. It was founded for the public, for any member of the Qatari community to come experience science basically so it's open for all members of the community does it have membership like can people become members of the scientific club and if they can what are the benefits of this membership right yeah exactly so they become like uh, if they want to become a member they can become a member and once they become a member um, they they can utilize any of the machines that we have uh, in order for them if they have an idea basically to uh, to make something like uh, with electronics, with 3D printers, with laser cutter machines, uh, CNC machines. Uh, th- they are totally free to do it and uh, even free in the sense of uh, freedom and in the sense of uh, free as in money. So, wow. yeah, basically they can come uh, experience uh, how to make things. And also uh, they we have another center as well. We, we, we call it Qatar uh, Scientific Club Garage. Uh, and okay. if they are a member, uh, they are allowed to 
for example, uh, bring their cars uh, to the garage and work on it. If they have uh, experience working with cars, uh, we have lifts, we have, uh, it's, it's really well established. And if they want to learn about how the engine works, uh, you know, how to uh, modify the car, how to, you know, do all of those things, they can do it safely uh, with the proper safety equipment. Uh, at uh, QSC Garage. You were also um, you know, featured or you had here in mention in the previous season of Stars of Science, correct? So tell us about the journey. So Stars of Science, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I applied uh, in, uh, in December of uh, uh, 2019. Actually, one of my uh, childhood friends basically was a participant uh, in season four uh, of Stars of Science, uh, his name is Khalid Bujassoum. So he's he's my childhood friend, and uh, he applied. And he he like you know as uh, before he applied, he was like you know discussing with me. There is this TV show I'm really excited about applying. I told him, man, go ahead and apply. This is a really great opportunity. And uh, Alhamdulillah, yeah, he applied. And you know what? Uh, during one of the phases, Stars of Science back then used to have something called uh, like in, in one of the phases you can call a friend. So basically any participant can call a friend and participate with him. And he called me. Yeah. So he called me. I stayed with him for three weeks during the engineering phase. And uh, I experienced it firsthand, like how how fun it was and how amazing it is. So, but after that, immediately I went to the United States to uh, continue my education, but I always had it in my mind, like, you know, I should participate, I should participate, yeah, he, one of those years, man. And uh, as soon as I uh, graduated and came back to Qatar, I got married and uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I had this time, like, you know, because they don't accept people who are uh, over 35. Uh, so I was like almost like uh, 34. So I decided if I don't do it now, it will not be done. I decided to uh, uh, to participate there. So I had this idea that, uh, yeah, the, uh, you know, the idea came uh, after hearing a story, basically. So the story was uh, during the, um, uh, like, I don't know if you, rem- if you remember, a few years ago, there was uh, a shooting happened in New Zealand uh, in one of the mosques, and a lot of Muslims died. Uh, back then unfortunately and uh, after this incident a lot of uh, New Zealanders uh, wanted to learn more about Islam and wanted to like you know what is this religion that that got people like you know killed in this mosque etc so curiosity was really uh, playing um, in their minds so and alhamdulillah a lot of people when they heard about Islam they converted but the way they were teaching them how to pray was very basic. So basically, they would uh, just print out uh, uh, a piece of paper uh, the same size as uh, the normal prayer rug. And they would write the instructions and the Quran verses on it. So uh, the newcomers would just come and see the instructions and follow it from this piece of paper. So I was like thinking, you know what, we are in the 21st century and, uh, you know, uh, we are, we should have something more advanced than just a piece of paper. Uh, 
So this is one of the inspirations. The second inspiration that I uh, that got me even like you know uh, just more motivated into doing it is actually like I was also flipping uh, uh, through the TV channels and uh, you know in Ramadan uh, I personally myself like I I, I liked watching the uh, uh, Haram the Mecca prayer uh, during uh, uh, Taraweeh prayer and during uh, uh, Qiyam prayer I I really enjoy the Haram uh, and uh, seeing all those millions of people gathered and praying so i would watch a lot of people carrying the holy quran with them while they're praying and it was really uh, like an issue for them because when they want to do ruku' or sujood they would have to put it aside uh, do their postures and then they come back to the previous posture try to flip the pages uh, trying to remember where they left off it was really a hustle and it was really uh, creating uh, a lot of uh, unnecessary movements, uh, if you will. So those two things got me thinking, you know what, there must be a smart solution basically for those types of people. And uh, alhamdulillah, I, I got this idea and uh, I decided to participate in Source of Science. Uh, and it was one of the most uh, uh, like fruitful uh, experiences and enjoyable experiences that I've ever had in my life. Uh, basically, yeah, I, I and, and what's really good about sorts of science is you can just come with an idea and you can get out with a fully functional prototype that you can uh, later uh, produce. Did you end up winning the, the title or were you a runner-up? Yeah, alhamdulillah, I got the third place in that uh, okay. that season. Uh, and uh, they call, like, you know, they call the uh, the the people who go to the to the final are finalists so to me يعني, reaching the final was really a huge uh, milestone for me and uh, يعني, to me all all three of us are are winners to be honest with you because uh, it really opened a lot of doors for me to uh, pursue this uh, even further and uh, as soon as um, stars of science was done i was thinking about establishing uh, my startup and basically just focusing on on getting this to the market as soon as uh, possible and alhamdulillah uh, qstp uh, uh, opened their doors uh, for me and uh, i i am now incubated uh, at at qstp incubation program uh, and uh, now uh, we are really like we launched our uh, website uh, uh, if I can uh, plug it right here, uh, uh, Ali. Oh, for sure. I'm also I'm also gonna have it uh, in the uh, in the podcast description. I'll link thank to your you. website. Don't you worry about that. And say it as many times. <laughs> thank as you, you thank you so much. So it's called uh, www.getsajda.com, uh, and uh, I like you know we launched this website, and nice. we have also all the social media accounts. Uh, Get Sajda. People are really excited about this product and they keep asking Mashallah. me, uh, when are you going to release it? How much is it going to cost? I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to ask you the same question. So when are you going to release it? Right, right, right. So uh, we also have the standard response. So inshallah soon, uh, because <laughs> we can't promise you because, you know, I like... Uh, the the COVID crisis really hit us very bad in terms of development. So we were really projecting at the end of the year to have uh, to have at least start uh, our okay. crowdfunding campaign and okay. start producing it. But unfortunately, with the crisis, it shifted it a little bit 
uh, even further. But uh, we are working very hard on it. Uh, we are now, alhamdulillah, three people, me, my, uh, myself okay. as a CEO and leading the product development. Uh, I have a partner who's leading the uh, the growth and the marketing of the company. And uh, we have also an electrical engineer who's uh, responsible for uh, all the engineering work and uh, research and development for uh, Sajda. I know you for a while and I know how passionate you are about technology and, you know, about this entire, you know, experience that you're offering. And I think, you know, what you guys are doing is something phenomenal and something which has a very long lasting impact uh, among people. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, uh, Ali, for uh, for this opportunity to be with you on your podcast. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it and uh, I wish you uh, the very best uh, in your future. Wallah, uh, uh, when I immediately saw you uh, saw your uh, podcast, I subscribed to it uh, because you're you're also one of the uh, inspiration inspirational people uh, in Qatar. And uh, also, I want to uh, uh, as a last message, yani, uh, from the Qatar Scientific Club. Uh, uh, like you know, we are we are uh, very helpful for the community. If uh, anybody who has an idea uh, or who like you know thinking about uh, inventions, uh, come approach us uh, because we we are uh, we uh, open our uh, virtual doors during this pandemic. But after this pandemic, our actual doors uh, to you to help you. We provide consultation, and I always tell people like you know. Uh, people keep thinking, uh, I have this amazing idea, but man, I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't have uh, experience in electronics engineering or software engineering or mechanical. I would just say, you know what, man, just forget about those. Don't put obstacles uh, in front of you. Just if you have an idea, don't let it be in your head, man. Just talk about it. Let Let us help you. Uh, figure it out. Uh, maybe we can help in any any way that it becomes a reality. And who knows? Maybe it will it will change the world. I think this is a great time to learn to um, to disconnect, to focus on things that you're passionate about. So uh, thank you so much for uh, giving me your valuable time, Abdurrahman. It was lovely talking to you. Uh, inshallah, we'll catch up soon once everything uh, is over. And uh, it was great to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ali. And I really enjoyed it. Uh, And I wish you the best of luck. So that was me and Abdurrahman and us talking about technology and how it has evolutionized within the state of Qatar. In next week's episode of Digitally Speaking, I'll be hosting one of the co-founders of one of the fastest growing fintech startups within the state of Qatar. 